Welcome to episode 25 of Vite Recruit Spotlight. I am your host, Wack. Joining alongside me today is Jackson and Ashton, back from vacation. Ashton, let's start with you, man. How was vacation? You're back now. What'd you do? Give us the scoop. So I, uh, I used to live in Jacksonville, Florida. I ended up going back, visiting my friends for, I guess what, hopefully not the last time, but probably one of the last times because uh, college is coming up soon. Senior, well, senior year is coming up soon, then college and the kind of reality is kind of setting in. So like, I really wanted to go see them. And so, yeah, I got to spend some time over there and uh, visit TPC Sawgrass as well. What was the like m- the one shining memory, I, I guess, of the vacation? What was the number one thing if you had to rank your your vacation time? Um, I would say probably so. My my group of friends and I, uh, one of their their moms, she works with uh, TPC, and uh, like I said, we got to tour the TPC building. But I hadn't been back. I hadn't been there since eighth grade, so right at four years now. And so they just revamped it, and it was just crazy to see all the history in one place. I mean, we've got Tiger Woods, Arnold Palmer, all those guys. And just to, to really take in that history is really cool. Jackson, how about you, man? How are you doing? I know, you know, you were at an event on Sunday, just fill fill us in on the life of of Jackson. Yeah. uh, Good things are happening here at Vibe and uh, we're had a busy weekend uh, I was able to go to the King of the City camp uh, put on by Mike West. Uh, he's put on a great event, lots of talent in the Houston area. It was a lot of fun to talk ball with a lot of these recruiting analysts, watch these recruits, evaluate them. And uh, just been a busy week so far, getting back into the gear of things. Uh, magazines coming out, photo shoots coming up. It, it's going to get busy here in a little bit. Never, never stops getting busy, Jackson. I don't know what you're talking about. Never stops getting busy here at Vibe. Let's get into, speaking of kind of busy, let's get into the news across the state of Texas when it comes to recruiting. What have you got for us today, guys? Jackson, let's start with you, man. Yeah, well, the big thing I got uh, for this week is uh, Caleb Bailey, North Shore quarterback, class of 2025, picks up an offer from Auburn. Uh, this is a big-time offer for him, one of his first SEC offers. Uh, his recruitment kind of picked up a lot after uh, the state championship game and really kind of was in a lull uh, basically throughout the summer. And so this is his uh, first offer to kind of ramp back up for the season. Uh, as we saw, uh, Auburn has already had a North Shore quarterback uh, before him and Demetrius Davis, a very interesting offer by Auburn. And uh, really great for Caleb Bailey as he's going into his sophomore year uh, with a solid SEC offer already. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. I'm really looking forward to watching him this year. You know, he got, he got thrown into the, I guess you could call it the limelight um, last year. He kind of took over that starting position, you know, towards the end of the season. I think the Tascacita game um, was the first time he started officially. And then, of course, we know, you know, how, how that ended for North Shore with the state championship. So looking forward to seeing it. People have tape on him now what's his progression been from the freshman and the sophomore year this is going to be a kid to watch depending on how you know how that plays out um over the next few years and you know the sky's the limit for 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 bailey and and so excited to see you know just just that trajectory i mean we're talking about potential for you know one of the all-time greats when you think of quarterbacking similar from the fact because he started so young right you know he's going to have almost three and a half years of, of starting experience if you know things 
go on the trajectory they're going right now. So super excited to see how that goes with Bailey and, and probably the first mini offers. Don't think we'll need to do it under the radar on, on him. You know, if, if things keep up, Jackson, what do you got for us, man? Or not Jackson. I'm sorry, Ashton. Ashton, what do you got for us? Oh, no worries. So, uh, to add on four star running back, Cameron cook commits to TCU, a huge grab for the Horn frogs after Zach Evans transferred to uh, Ole Miss earlier in the year. And uh, a couple weeks back, I did James Eaglin for my uh, under the radar, and uh, he recently just committed to Tulsa. Congratulations to him, which was followed by uh, Allen offensive lineman Jaden Carpenter committing to Tulsa as well. And um, 2025 legacy defensive back Joseph Smith commits to Utah. And to end it off, three-star tight end. I'm going to mispronounce this. I'm really sorry. Camorn Pimpton commits to Vanderbilt. Some great commits coming up, uh, you know, um, I think kind of this is almost the start of commit season, I feel like, where you see a lot of athletes commit right before the start of the year. And then you kind of see that kind of tail off until right before kind of, you know, the early commitment period uh, um, right after football season ends. So, you know, with that being said, not, not a lot of news, I guess, as far as I mean, you got a lot of big news coming in from kind of out of state, I think. uh you know, Kirkland's probably the big biggest news that happened last week with his quote unquote surprise commitment to Texas. Um, you know, he didn't have him in his top five, but you heard rumblings all over the place that this was a school he was going. I think his mom, if I'm not mistaken, correct me if I'm wrong, she lives in Houston, so he does have some Texas Texas roots there. Um, so uh that's probably the biggest news. And of course, Jackson, I mean you gotta fill us in. You didn't you didn't talk about it, but tell us about the pool party this weekend. It's this weekend, isn't it? Yeah, so uh, haven't seen an official list yet. Uh, I, I one of the the big t- uh, recruiting followings uh, on Twitter, Aggies today. He's going to be posting a list of uh, recruits he knows that's going. Uh, I I have already heard some rumblings at the pool party. Uh, expect the Aggies to make a big splash at this pool party. Uh, maybe landing three or four commitments that weekend. Uh, it's always been a great event. It's always been the biggest recruiting event for A and M. Uh, since Jimbo's gotten there. So I expect it to be a big week, and especially coming off of a Chase Beontis, offensive lineman from New Jersey, number one player in New Jersey, committing to Texas A&M uh, this past weekend. So uh, I expect the pool party to be uh, really fun, really exciting for A&M fans. Uh, as kind of this summer, we haven't really seen a lot of action, but uh, as we've seen kind of all over Twitter, A&M's going off there, a lot of quality, not as much quantity this year. So uh, we'll see how the pool party goes couple questions for you, Jackson, um, and, and try to keep this at the Texas high school player level if you can. Um, biggest commitment that Texas A&M will get this weekend. Maybe biggest surprise appearance. I heard rumblings. I haven't really seen any names personally. But I've heard rumblings, some big names um, you know, that maybe aren't on the list might show up. What, 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 what's the inside scoop for us there So on those two fronts? So biggest, biggest commitment that's going to happen, biggest surprise appearance. And your prediction. I'll, I'll say – I'll say my prediction for the biggest commitment in the next coming weeks. Uh, I think you see a flip from Austin Novosad. It's either going to be, I think it is an A&M Baylor as I have Scott here in the office, the Baylor fan. Uh, I think it's between A&M and Baylor. Uh, I know his parents went to A&M and it's, it's one of those things when your family goes there, you've been a fan for a long time. uh, You, you, you have to think about it. So I think Novosad, uh, would be a big one to get after the pool party. 
Uh, I think the main one that I can really think about right now would be TJ Shanahan from uh, Westlake. I think he's the next to get on board. I think he's the next to commit, which would be a big time get getting the easily one of the top, if not the top offensive linemen in the state uh, this year. Uh, so those would be my predictions for commitments. Uh, when we're looking at, if you can say your second question again, I kind of forgot as I got going there. <laughs> no worries. This is, I, I said, I heard rumblings that there's the potential for a kind of maybe surprise um, appearance by, I don't even know who I just, I just see, you know, I, th- I think because I follow you um, and you talk about AM so much and I click on some of that stuff to read it and I'll get those suggested posts from Twitter that say, Hey, let me give you all this Texas ag, uh, you know, scoop, which I'm like, why? I don't need that, that, um, <laughs> but regardless, um, you know, who might be the surprise appearance that maybe isn't on anyone's radar. I've heard their rumblings that someone may, uh, may show up. If I had to pick right now, uh, I would, I would possibly say, um, Jonte cook or, uh, Zachariah branch. I know cook is committed to Texas. Uh, he has a lot of friends that are still looking around and might be coming to the pool party as well. So I wouldn't be shocked seeing Jonte Cook there. I also want to be shocked seeing Zachariah Branch there. Uh, he's the top wide receiver in this class. He's committed to USC as right as of right now. He went on his visit to AM. He really loved it. Uh, he said he's locked in the USC, but of course, as we know, uh, lots of things can change and happen. So those would be my two predictions of some surprise athletes that might be there. Uh, I would have said Ruben Owens possibly, but I saw that he's going to Louisville this weekend. So uh, those would be my two picks if I had to say. Yeah. And at the end of the day, you know, they are high school kids. They get an opportunity to go to a pool party where, you know, some of their friends are going to be, they're going to go. Right. I mean, sometimes it's, it's not, you, you gotta, you can't dig too deep into something and, and the flip can be true. Right. Who knows? Maybe they're secretly going to be committed, you know, uh, both of them are going to be uh, recruiting for for their f- fellow universities that they're currently committed to. So uh, I, I, I'd be interested to see um, you know some some of the big names that show up this weekend. And let's see what A and M does. You, like I said, uh, this could be a big weekend. It usually is for A and M. So let's next week uh, we might have some more news on that front. That being said, it is now time to get to our inter- interview. So um ashton i know this one's kind of been in the works for a while it's already been recorded for a while but we had you know some of the big quarterbacks of our of our kind of 2023 class we had it we had we had to put them on so apologies about that but go ahead and lead us into this interview ashton so this interview is going to be with a tascacita center offensive lineman center whichever he bounces around quite a bit i'm gonna say center christian krushank he uh I reached out to him a couple weeks ago. I saw him at the uh, the Trapping at the Trenches camp, and I was just really impressed. And uh, I was going to mention him from my Under the Radar, but I figured that he deserved an interview. And um, he just, like, like I say, he just recently popped up. Uh, he just tweeted that he will be visiting UH tomorrow. So this interview is going to go at a great time. Well, there you go. Without, with that being said, let's jump to our interview right now. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Vibe Recruit Spotlight interview. I'm here with the 2024 junior Atascacita offensive lineman, Christian Krushank. How you doing, man? Doing great, man. How are you? I'm doing good, man. I, I really appreciate you being here, and uh, let's get right into it, man. So last year, as a collective, you went 11-3 and overall. Very early on, you guys were able to set the tempo in the direction of your season, 
traveling to the DFW area and beat Allen for the first time ever in their stadium. Following the win against Allen, y'all faced off against second place team Denton Geyer, where y'all lost by 10 points. And then after that, y'all played second in district at five and one behind North Shore, who y'all fell short to only by 10 points in the regular season, as well as the second round of the playoffs. Can you walk me through how your sophomore year went? My sophomore year went, uh, it was like a bunch of roller coasters. Because first off, that was my first time like ever playing center in my football career. You know, Coach Moses, he told me freshman year to start snapping because, you know, uh, I need to step up as a set at the center position. So it was, it was kind of roller coaster because, you know, that was my first time playing center, you know, step into a big role like that, you know, not have no experience at the center position and going to big games like Allen and then Geyer, you know, it was kind of rocky, but, you know, the best part was the experience. It went, it was amazing, you know, to play with the class 22 for the last time, and, you know, to play with two different quarterbacks that were great that led us all the way down to where we was. So my sophomore year, it was kind of roller coaster, but at the same time, you know, it was amazing. A season I'll never forget. Well, like you said, not many sophomores are able to play varsity, but let alone play center for the first time ever for a team like Atascacita. What worked for you to be able to win that position? Well, really, just me. Uh, what really worked for me was just, you know, snapping. You know, I was able to snap uh, more than some guys, and, you know, I was, you know, better. I was just better experienced because, you know, my my, fresh, my freshman year playoffs, I got bumped up. You know, I've already been snapping. Coach has been putting me on snapping. And, you know, what really helped was just snapping and earn me that spot. First thing coach told me, he was just like, the best way to earn a position on the field is a snap. So I was like, hey, let's get it. Now that you've had those two seasons, that, that one varsity season under your belt and playing the center position, really knowing what to do and how to run that offensive line, what are you doing to get better in the offseason? Well, I've been working on a lot of things. I'm working on, like, I've been working at center, guard and tackle, because, you know, coach, he might need me anywhere. That's what he told me. So I've been working a few things like tap, like tackle, just body control, you know, can be all over the place. So, you know, just working my one-on-ones with DNs, linebackers, and just controlling my body. And at the guard position, just being strong, working on my footwork, my pulling, you know, just trying to be stay square and work to linebackers. And with the center position, just snapping stance, mainly with my stance at the center position and snap. I was able to see you play a lot of those positions at Mike West trapping at the trenches camp, I want to say two or three weeks ago. Um, walk me through what that experience was like for you. Well, really, uh, it was a great experience, you know, to go out there, to not only be invited to trap in the trenches, but, you know, just to go out there and just dominate at almost every position that, almost every position on the line. You know, it was fun to go out there and compete and work on my one-on-one, work on my one-on-ones with some good guys, you know? Like you said, a lot of good guys out there. Obviously, your teammate, Samu, what was it like going against him in one-on-ones? And I, I did see the uh, Atascacita calls a few times and just talking and messing. It's a lot of fun, but walk me, th- walk me through what it's like going against one-on-one against what some call one of the best in the state. Man, he's a great, he's a great player, man. You know, it's pretty, he's pretty big. He's hard to stop, you know? But it's just like, Going against him, you know, you got things right with him because, you know, he's a big guy. You know, you have to do things. You have to punch. You know, you have to do everything right. You can't be, you know, like, you can't be all over the place. You can't, 
you can't cheat with him, you know, because he's a good player. You know, good players, you always have to do things right, you know. You can't slack off a good player because anytime you slack off, they're right there to get you. And 100%, like you said, no slacking off. And you did great against the one-on-ones. You had a great great thing at the camp. I did see a few coaches talk to you after the camp. So as of right now, what schools are you talking to and what schools have been recruiting you? Man, just a lot of in-state schools, like talking UT, uh, Texas A&M, U of H, SFA, Carnegie Word, you know, just those schools. You know, I, I've been able to meet a bunch of those coaches and, you know, they're amazing coaches. And, you know, they say I'm, I'm an amazing player. Coach Flood, he really wants to see me play the center position. He says I'm a hell of a center. Excuse my language. But he says that, you know, I'm a heck of a center. He wants to see me play center. And Coach Dickey, he was just like, he really likes me. And a bunch of coaches just said, you know, hey, I just had an amazing offseason. They can't wait to see me playing into you. So as of right now, have you gone on any visits or are you planning to go on any visits or any camps like that? Oh, uh, yes, sir. I went on visit. I went on a visit to Houston a couple months ago. It was awesome. You know, they you know, they treated me like I was one of the players, you know, felt like home. Uh, I'm planning on going to SFA the 21st of July. Cause they they really like me a lot. They want me back down there. Uh, the next camp I got is Houston. I got Houston. Coach Jelani, he said he really want to see me at a camp, and they want to see me in person. So, like you said earlier, playing amongst two quarterbacks with Gavin Sessions graduated now and Zion Brown really able to take the reins. How do you feel for what call what some may call your most important your junior year? Man, it's just, you know, he's a he's a heck of a guy, you know, he's a leader in his offense, you know, he he's the most experienced guy in I in my opinion, State of Texas, you know, to step up to what he did to like, you know, almost lead us to a state championship. I don't think any sophomore in, in the state of Texas could have done what he did, you know. So for this year, it's a it's a lot of it's a lot of hype behind, you know, a couple of our names, you know. A, a lot of guys wanna see him play, a lot of guys wanna see me play, you know. We're taking this, we're taking this uh, offseason very seriously and perfecting our craft so, you know, coming this fall, you know, we can get what we want, state championship, and do what we got to do. And so just before we wrap things up, do you have anything else that you want to left to say and to maybe some of those doubters, maybe some of the coaches that are watching this? Man, all I got to say is, man, I'm here. I got something to prove, and I'll keep proving it every day. They're going to see. Indeed, they are going to see. All right, Christian, thank you so much for your time, man. I really appreciate you, everything, and good luck on the season, man. Thank you, man. Appreciate you. One. Ashton, thanks for that interview. It's a nice little change of pace getting away from Jackson there, you know. Can't let Jackson have all the fun with the interviews. That being said, it's now time to go to our favorite segment of the show, and that's the Under the Radar segment. We take a look at athletes we consider are under the radar for one reason or another, whether that's because, you know, they're a three, four, or heck, even five-star athlete, and they're just not getting the offers we think they deserve, or they're just an athlete that maybe doesn't have the stars, but we still feel that they're so dynamic enough, they should be getting offers, and they're just not. So with that being said, Ashton, let's come to you. You've been away for a couple of weeks. Let's start Let's start with you this week. Who is your under-the-radar athlete? So my under-the-radar recruit of the week is Duke Butler Jr., a Shadow Creek senior quarterback. So the first time I saw Duke was in his sophomore year against Bridgeland in week two. Quarterback Kyron Jones was injured and unable to play, and the young Duke came in and immediately impressed me and everybody. Although they did lose the game by six, it was clear that he'd become a dominant quarterback. 
This past year, Duke just threw for just shy of 2,000 yards with 29 touchdowns, giving him the 23-6A offensive MVP. For, some, for Duke, some things that separate him from others that aren't on the stat sheet is, a, is his ability to man the huddle. It is clear that he is the leader every time he steps out onto the field. We all know Duke has a cannon for an arm, but is also able to understand the situation and read the secondary to put the ball in the right spot. Also, do not sleep on his run game either, as he's able to get out of the pocket and display his 4-5-6-40 time. At this point in time, Duke holds two offers, one from Colorado School of Mines and Austin PV State. Oh, that is that's going to be something to watch. I'm, I'm really interested in Shadow Creek this year as a team. So, you know, he's obviously going to be a key cog in, in, in that. And, you know, if they have a good year, that's only going to help his recruiting, I think. Jackson, let's turn it over to you now. Who is your under-the-radar athlete this week? So my under-the-radar athlete this week is Colin Willett. He's a quarterback, uh, class of 2024, from Katie Jordan High School. I got the chance to watch him at the uh, King of the City camp and – he, he's uh, six foot, 192 pounds. He runs a 4740. This kid has a big time arm. Uh, when I say he was making throws that most of the other quarterbacks weren't making, I mean, he just could put the ball on the money, big time arm, great accuracy, can throw every route there out in the field. I was very impressed watching him out on a one-on-one situ- in a one-on-one camp situation. Very excited, as you can see on the tape, to watch him uh, next year in his junior year. He's got elite weapons at Katie Jordan and uh, class of 25 wide receiver Andrew Marsh and class of 24 wide receiver Zachariah Branch. I expect him to have a big-time junior season and don't expect offers to be held off very much longer because this kid's got a big-time arm, and uh, I expect many college coaches to uh, kind of drool over this kid once they get a look at him. Yeah, and this will be their first uh, uh, year of uh, UIL varsity football. Well, I guess um, officially, right? So they, because the last two years, they were kind of just playing um, regular opponents. Like I know that they played like San Antonio and Davenport twice last year just because they weren't in a district. So first year in a district in UIL. So excited what they can do there. Uh, my under the radar this week is Lawrence uh, Falk of Del Valley High School over in Austin, Texas. Uh, he is a 6185 pound senior class of 2023. Um, last year he had 93 total tackles. Um, he kind of averaged about 10 tackles per game. He had one sack and four interceptions. Uh, I really like this kid. Um, you know, you can play um, safety or corner. He's kind of versatile in that regard. Um, he, he knows how to, you know, he, he knows his assignments and he does them well. Uh, you know, even though he plays back, obviously, at the safety and corner position, especially on running plays, some of these you'll see in the clip, hey, he is quick to the ball once he, know, you know, once he sees that ball in, in the running back's hand. He's also good at reading, 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 the, reading the coverage, getting those interceptions, like I said, for last year. Uh, I do expect a big year this year from, from, from Falk. I, you know, I think he's rated a three-star, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, let me let me double-check here. I have it here in my notes. Um, yeah, he is a three-star. So, um, But, you know, I, I don't I, – I looked around. I don't think he has any offers quite yet. Uh, you know, he has – he's done some unofficial visits, you know, to – you know, to the A&Ms and the UTs of the world. Uh, but I think a, a big year this year will help help him out. So uh, my under the radar this week and someone I expect to have a big year this year, uh, Lawrence Falk of Dow Valley High School. If you or someone you know is, uh, is an athlete you feel is under the radar, let us know. Hit us up in the comments. Let us know in the DMs. Send us an email. We will cover your athlete. You know, that's what we love to do. We love to give that that spotlight to them, show them a little love, you know, because that's what that's what we're here for. <laughs> we're all about covering these recruits. So 
that being said, let, let's let's get out of here and and get out of here with our you know favorite kind of end of show segment because it's our only end of show segment. Our shout outs. So Ashton, who are you shouting out, man? So I'm gonna shout out y'all, y'all. I went on a two week vacation, two week vacation, and y'all welcomed me back with open arms, and I'm just really happy to be back. Jackson, who are you shouting out, man? So I've got two shout outs. First, I want to shout out uh, Mike West and uh, CE King for putting on such a great event uh, this past weekend. It was awesome to be able to go out there and uh, evaluate and watch a lot of these kids, catch a lot of talent that uh, I haven't really been able to see lately. So uh, it was fun going out there, uh, meeting some new players, meeting some new athletes, uh, building some relationships with them. Also want to shout out Scotty T, uh, Scott Terrell or Terrell. He's uh, leaving us here at a uh, Vibe. Uh, it's uh, been a lot of fun working with him. Been a lot of fun uh, being mentored by him. So uh, gonna miss Scott and uh, uh, excited to see where he goes from here. Well, that's good to know that you did that because I didn't know if that was, uh, uh, I guess, um, knowledge that could be shared yet. So I'll, I'll give my shout out to Scott as well. Um, you know, gonna gonna be missed here. You know, and, um, I'll miss him here over in Austin. Um, you know, he kind of really helped me. Kind of, I guess, uh, kind of launch. Kind of the podcasting of life. We, we did podcasting very sporadically over there with Matt and Josh, but, you know, kind of doing it almost on a weekly basis. Scott definitely helped me on that with Locker Talk Live. So definitely going to be uh, not the same losing him as, as my co-host there. So I'll have to find someone, maybe you Jackson, maybe you can step in and, and fill those shoes. But, you know, Scotty, when you're, you know, I know you're <laughs> listening, maybe not listening right there. I know he's in the office with you right now, Jackson, but you know, whenever you listen to this man, Definitely be missed over here at Vibe, that's for sure. So that being said, every Friday we will be, we will be here at noon. We'll be here next week for another episode. Until then, I'm Wack, and that's Jackson and Ashton. We'll see you at the games. <laughs>